This is The Guardian. I'm Laura Murphy-Oates, coming to you from Gadigal Land, and this is The Voice Ask Me Anything, a special series from Full Story where we take your questions about the Indigenous voice to Parliament and put them to people who have the answers. With just 10 days until the referendum and early voting now open across the country, the no vote is still ahead. However, the Guardian Essential poll has recorded the first positive shift towards yes in several months, with a marginal increase to 43%. The Yes campaign has also launched a new ad that diverts from the largely optimistic messaging we've seen so far. In this episode, I speak with Labor Senator for Western Australia, Patrick Dodson. He is a Yaru man and the Special Envoy for Reconciliation and Implementation of the Uluru Statement from the Heart. It's Wednesday, the 4th of October. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. So, Senator, you're considered the father of reconciliation and over the decades you've worked both outside and within government on many different models of improving Indigenous rights and Indigenous lives. Can you talk me through a bit of that that process that led to this moment and led to The Voice? Well, I suppose the uh, notion of terra nullius was something that uh, has always been uh, a consideration and a fascination for me from the early beginnings, mm. particularly in the land rights struggles, uh, when um, the notion that uh, there was no one here. And in fact, um, <laughs> as an Aboriginal person, we know that there are Aboriginal people who were here, but the legal system of our country uh, never recognised the First Peoples mm. in our constitution. And, in fact, for a long time, uh, we know the awfulness of our colonising history and the settlement history uh, with massacres and murders and so forth. Uh, But to address that has always been a struggle to get access to politicians, to to, uh, empathetic politicians, to advocate on our behalf, to get legislation drafted or to amend legislation that someone else had drafted or to adopt policies at uh, party gatherings and so forth. So we've had to struggle to get um, that sort of access. Uh, and often that's come because people have marched in the streets or they've protested in some way. Mm. And uh, so our status has always been of concern to me in terms of being recognised in the Constitution and then dealing with 
the legacy issues that have flowed from uh, the usurping of these lands by uh, the colonisers and the settlers. And it wasn't until we got through to Mabo and the, the judgment in Mabo uh, that the notion that Aboriginal people's rights in land were not necessarily just a given out of largesse, that is, out of the goodness, but it was something that was inherent uh, here before the British came. So this journey of our legal system uh, in recognition of Aboriginal peoples has had its own chequered history mm. with land rights and and it's been set back, of course, by policies of assimilation that have sought to make us into white folks uh, and tried to dominate our everyday existence and through the management of our lives. But that history is is still current in many ways. So we're dealing with today the provision that uh, we're asking the Australian people to support the recognition of the Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples in this country, which would be a redressing of the injustices of the denial and the legacy of that denial uh, that has been part of our history to this point. We do have some listener questions for you. One listener asks, how would the voice to parliament actively improve the conditions of Indigenous people? We get this question a lot. There's a real hunger for practical examples here. Do you have one? So it'll it'll have a great capacity to influence housing. Uh, It'll have a capacity to say to draconian uh, treatment of our young people in detention centres, particularly Don Dale and Banks here in my state, uh, that these sort of institutions ought to be done away with uh, and better better, uh, ways of dealing with our young people ought to be instituted and better services created for our young people uh, and better better opportunities created uh, and more resources put into these things. So you hope a a voice to parliament would would help abolish some youth detention centres around Australia. Is that correct? What I'm saying is that they would be an advocate for the abolishment of those sorts of things and the knowledge that they know they are detrimental to the health and well-being of those young people who are placed in them. So the voice would be 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 a voice in the parliament and to the executive about the effectiveness or the or the the detrimental impacts that those institutions are causing to young people mm. and therefore they ought to be, be abolished and, and restructured along advice that the voice can give in collaboration with the local and regional people as to how better to respond to the needs of those young people rather than the incarceration into a draconian institution. Mm. The Yes campaign has been highlighting the stark gap in infant mortality, employment and life expectancy for Indigenous people compared to non-Indigenous Australians. What if I told you that our infant mortality rate is twice as high as non-Indigenous babies, that they'll grow up half as likely to find employment and will face a life expectancy that's eight years less than the rest of the country? A no vote means no progress. Do you think most people in this country are aware of these types of statistics? I, I don't think many people are aware of the statistics that uh, Aboriginal people are familiar with or those that work with us are familiar with. I think people are very preoccupied with their own problems 
the cost of living problems, their uh, their own children's problems, of, you know, paying their bills and getting on with their own lives uh, in, in the best way they can. So the awareness of what's going on in the Aboriginal community is not something that's a priority uh, in their lives. You mentioned one reason there why some people might not be switching on to the campaign, the, the cost of living crisis, but this next listener asks, why does the Yes campaign keep failing to connect? Are there are there other reasons? Driving in today, I got, got a phone call from one of my old schoolmates who lives in a, in a part of the state in the, in the south who uh, was concerned as to how he's going to vote mm. because all of the messages he was getting. What did you say to him and what would you say to people who are right now still undecided? Well, I, I said vote yes. I said <laughs> support the referendum because that's that will take us forward, uh, whereas the no campaign has no vision. It, it, it doesn't put a future in front of us. It wants more of the same. It wants us to stay in the denial of the first peoples of this country. It wants us to keep the legacy of Terra Nullius, that is to deny Aboriginal people a say in their affairs. It wants to deny the fact that there are substantial issues as well as formal equality issues that we have to deal with. And it wants us to remain as a nation, known internationally, for denial of, denying the first peoples of this country. That's where they want to take us. They don't want to take us forward. Mm. They want to keep us in the past and they want to keep the Aboriginal people subject to the whims and fancies of the legislators without them having any real capacity to influence that. Mm. At the end of that conversation, had your friend changed his mind? I, he just was reassured. I mean, his natural his natural feeling was to vote yes, mm. uh, but he wanted to be reassured that this was a good thing to do. Yeah. And, and that's the reassurance we gave him. There are many people like your friend who are still undecided. We know about a third of voters are either undecided or a soft yes or soft no. Is there time to connect with those voters and to have them change their minds? Well, I think there's time. I mean, I... Uh, very impressed, as I must say, the other day with the Panthers uh, captain or co-captain mm. uh, coming on the field and winning the game, <laughs> uh, you know, in the, in the dying moments of the game. Uh, so there's always time to win. There's always time to get across the line uh, if you have an open heart and you have an open mind and if you can have the conversations, and I encourage young people to have the conversations with your neighbour, with your friends, with the people you meet in the streets uh, and explain to them that the provision here is a very simple provision mm. uh, about recognition and giving people a say, and it's subject to the parliament. Uh, so there's no there's no mystery here, there's no risk, there's no cause of division. Uh, this is a unifying moment, a moment to take us forward. Many other people are coming across misinformation. Uh, one listener asks, what can be done to counter misinformation from the no vote? There's very little you can do to counter the no uh, information coming from from them because it's it's constant it's relentless mischievous and it's and it's misinformation all you can do is stick to what it is you're being asked to vote on that is understand what the provision is the set of words that are going to go in the constitution if you vote yes mm. and it's very simple it's recognizing the Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander people as the first peoples it's then setting up a voice for the people to have make representations to the parliament and to the executive, and it'll be subjected to the parliament 
as to its composition, functions, and purposes. Mm. And, 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 and that, that's the simplicity of it. You're not being asked to vote on anything else. You're being asked to vote on a principle that goes into the Constitution that will be ahead of power for a government to use when it wants to make legislation. It's been alleged that some of this misinformation has been spread by your fellow parliamentarians, especially in the Liberal Party. How do you feel about that? And have you you spoken to politicians from across the aisle about this? So I, I see some of them saying this. They don't know because there, there seems to be division amongst the Aboriginal people. Well, you wouldn't get more division in the Parliament. You know, you've got the opposition, you've got the crossbenchers, you've got the government, and then you've got other parties. Uh, so debate and discussion is on division uh, is a constant thing we deal with in the parliament. Mm. That point that you mentioned that there are some prominent campaigners and advocates in the no side has been a big issue for some voters. One listener wrote in and asked, do most Indigenous people want this? We, we had Rachel Perkins on the podcast last week pointing out that many land councils and peak bodies do support it. What support are you seeing? Amongst mob, well, I, I see a lot of support. I mean, today, as you know, in the Kimberley, there's a, there's already the remote polling going on, and people that are attending those polls are telling me that there's a very positive uh, return for the yes campaign of those of those turning up to vote. Mm. So that's a positive outcome, which is contrary to the polling that other people are trying to tell us that this is a lost cause. I'm, I'm very confident and, and uh, uh, positive about the fact that many Australians uh, will vote uh, in, in a positive way in support of this proposition. And these polls are in the Aboriginal remote communities in the main. So that's a good turnout that we're seeing, uh, particularly in the, in the electorate of Durack at this time. My intelligence from, from other electorates where there are Aboriginal uh, majorities uh, is that the same thing is happening there. So in terms of Aboriginal support for the proposition, it's fairly clear that uh, the overwhelming majority, I would say, want, want a, a voice. There'll be those that disagree with it and vote no, but I think the majority of people in the Aboriginal world are going to support the proposition. Are you surprised by what you're hearing there from the early voting, especially considering that Western Australia is, you know, largely expected to, to vote no as a state? Well, Western Australia is a big place and it's complex and the majority of people live in Perth or down south or in these regional centres where most of it is about getting on with life and and making a quid. Uh, And and there's been uh, uh, a lot of um, concern about youth and and their their future. So I would hope that um, what we're seeing in the remote polling at the moment uh, is, is positive in terms of the... Uh, ones from our community supporting it, that mm. we'll also see this in the major communities. Uh, there's been a lot of work going on by volunteers in many of these electorates uh, in the Perth and Geraldton, in Carnarvon, Port Hedland, Kalgoorlie and other places. So uh, I- I'm confident that there will be a, a better return than that's what's being protected. Next. What would a no vote mean for Indigenous people and Australia's international reputation? Hold up. 
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot of our listeners have written in about the plan for if Australia does vote no. What will you be pushing for if Australia votes no? And would you support a push by the Albanese government to legislate a voice regardless? Well, we'll have to see what the what the composition of the uh, of the no vote is. That is, you know, we need four out of the six states to support it, and we need a majority of voters to support it. Mm. So we'd have to analyse closely uh, how how it stacks up. If you've got six states saying no, well, that'd be a pretty big uh, pretty big message for any government uh, as to what it ought to do going forward. Mm. And, and because that's the voice of the Australian people. That's not the politicians, that's the Australian people telling us. Uh, and you'd have to take note of that. So I, I, before you rush to legislation, I think you'd have to analyse clearly what the Australian people have have, uh, have said in the referendum and the outcomes uh, of the vote. And it would be a message not only for the federal government but also for state governments as to whether they continue pursuing their, their treaty-making processes in those states where that's happening and their truth-telling processes mm. uh, because that will be a message to those governments as well as to uh, uh, what those populations have got to say to them. Right. We know that some of these treaty-making processes are going on with the states and things like youth incarceration sit in the hands of state governments. Some of the biggest issues in Indigenous communities sit in the hands of state governments. Are you concerned the impact of a no vote on, you know, some of the other big questions that are going on in Indigenous affairs? Well, I would think it would have a have an impact on those jurisdictions. Um, and again, it'll be the, the courage and the leadership of those uh, parliaments as to how they respond uh, to, to any uh, clear signals or signals sent by their, their voter or their electors. Mm. Sometimes, the, you know, you, this is about courage and leadership and it's about um, addressing a fundamental wrong mm. and uh, people lose governments over those things, no doubt, but uh, it'll be about principle. And uh, I would hope that courage would sustain those leaders to pursue and continue to pursue uh, the cause of um, justice uh, through dialogue, through treaty-making, truth-telling, Mm. Uh, and agreement making. So uh, that's not going to wane. There'll be still the desire for that to happen. So as, an, as a nation, we've got to heal, not just heal if there's a negative outcome, but these are fundamental underlying uh, causes for the division and discord in our nation already. Mm. We've got to heal that. And the first step to healing it is to vote yes in this referendum, to support it so that there's a voice 
for the Aboriginal people to the parliament as to what the better policies will be. A final question is relating to something in the news this week. Uh, Vanuatu's foreign minister said if Australia votes no, we will lose respect among our Pacific neighbours and it could affect our, our relationships in the region. How do you think a no vote would be perceived internationally? Well, I've already said in a different place that the implications of a no vote uh, internationally will affect us, not only in the Pacific, uh, but I think in in the subcontinent and maybe for different reasons. It'll affect our dealings with with countries like China and and other places. Um, our, Our competitive trading capacity I think will have have some impacts. We saw this when Keating was Prime Minister and we had the Deaths in Custody Royal Commission mm. uh, and, and it was used by the Prime Minister of Malaysia at the time to, uh, to uh, condemn Australia mm. uh, because of the awfulness of those deaths in custody. So uh, there will be repercussions for us internationally. And at the UN, I think our status and our capacity to portray ourselves as a modern outward-looking, reformist-type nation, accommodating diversity and difference, would be seriously tarnished by the way we, uh, if we vote no on this this referendum. Mm. Senator, that's all of my questions. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, just encouraging those who've got doubts to uh, see this as a real positive thing for us to do as a nation. It's been an invitation to us by the Aboriginal people. This is what they want. Let's honour that invitation and respond to it in a most positive way by yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you. That was Patrick Dodson, a Yaru man and Senator for Western Australia. If you liked this episode, don't forget to subscribe or follow Full Story wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also leave a review. This episode was produced by Phoebe McElraith and Daniel Simo with sound design and mixing by Joe Koning. The executive producer is Miles Martignoni. I'm Laura Murphy-Oates. Thanks for listening. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.